Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad to have you with us. And I've got my friend, Pastor Frank Bailey, with me again today. And uh, we're going to be sharing... Uh, Pastor Frank, good to have you. It's great to be here. Enjoying Amen. this. Yeah, me too. I love these, uh, love these kind of sit downs where you're just talking. And we we have people from all over the world who listen to this podcast, and that's what they say. They say it feels like we're just talking in their living room with them. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the goal. That's what yeah. we want Amen. to do. And um, we've talked about several subjects. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to those. But I wanted to talk to. Um, uh, Pastor Frank, about uh, a subject that he and I really have a passion for, and, and he actually ministered at our church on Wednesday night and uh, touched on this a good bit, and it's it's living a Holy Ghost life, living a Spirit-filled life. And um, there's a big difference, Frank, in saying you're filled with the Holy Spirit and living a Spirit-filled life. Well, it's yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, it, it is, and... It, what I want to do is is give me kind of your feeling about how you do that. How do you live a a, a, a Holy Spirit life? In other words, he is not like, well, I'm going to go to church and get a touch from the Holy Spirit, but he's with me. He's in yeah. me. He's going to work in my life. Yeah. Well, one of the, the, the key passages when you're talking about this is John 7, 37, where Jesus said, if anyone is thirsty, mm-hmm. let him come to me and drink. Now, you know, if you want to go back and I love to go back and do word studies. You know, I learned that from Dick Mills, learned to do word studies. And if you do a word study on that, what Jesus, he used a phrase, if anyone's thirsty, let him come to me and drink. It was a continuous action, action. verb, yes. which meant to drink and right. drink and drink right. and drink. And he was describing the way we live our life. Right. If anyone is thirsty, let him come and drink again. Yeah. And, um, and then the next verse says, this spake ye of the Holy Spirit. This spake ye of the Holy Spirit. Was not yep. yet given. Yep. So yeah. he's talking about what would happen to us exactly. after he, he took right. his place at the right hand of God right. and became the baptizer in the Holy right. Ghost. So, so how do you do that? Now, I'm, I'm asking yeah, you a question. Well, yeah, well, that, that's awesome. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that you know, the first sermon series that I preached after night in 1994, right. 1994, we talked about it in the last broadcast when I was touched right. by the Holy Spirit. I I preached a series for several weeks on learning how to drink. Right, and I'm talking about of drinking the the living water, drinking yeah. the new wine, and um, so I I and that I was preaching out of what I was learning. Yes. And so I, I learned that that drinking was, you know, it's just another form of receiving. Right. You have to learn to take in your prayer language. Yes. You know, it's an awesome way to, to if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, pray and you receive in tongues. Pray. And, oh my so goodness! So it's instead of you know instead of it being angry tongues yes. or intercessory tongues, <laughs> which is but being drinking where you're yeah. receiving, you're opening yeah. your heart up and asking the Lord to come and fill you right. up. And so that was one way, and yeah. and learning how to drink that way, and mm-hmm. learning how you know I'm a reader. That's one of the ways that I've I've always Always sustained myself, but learning how to, to to just saturate myself in God's word, right. and to saturate myself in revival history, mm-hmm. and just and be taken into that arena, drinking right. in, taking, right. just getting in a in a receptive mode. Right. I think that my biggest problem as a pastor pre ninety four, as I had forgotten how to receive, I didn't really think. Really? I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I I was so used to having all the answers. Right. That and and that was one of the things I learned in those first revival meetings was just be still and, and receive. Yeah, receive wow. to drink in, 
to drink in, to drink in in my prayer time, to drink in. And when I'm, when I'm reading the word, it's not to get a sermon, but it's just, just to, to open yourself for, for edification, right. to preach out of that, that, that rather right. than sermon preparation, drinking and receiving. Mm. So that's how I've, mm. that's how I've learned to stay in yeah. is, is just by my personal relationship with the Lord. Right. And, and you find then when you, when you're not in your quiet place, you're out um, in the community or you're, yeah. you're out that 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 goes with you. It's yeah. It sustains us. Yeah. He, be, he becomes our breath. Yes. You know there, there, that's you know Paul obviously was not speaking evangelistically or evangelistically or however you want to say it when he said pray without ceasing. Yes. And so he he was yeah. talking about a place that you could get to, which is where prayer. Or to me, praying in the Holy Spirit becomes like mm-hmm. your breath. Mm-hmm. You're learning how that to be your your way to breathe. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, one of the things I remember about the early days of of it, the revival is learning this new lingo: drink, breathe, um, change. There was these key words, right, right? And one of the words that I got stuck on was learning how to breathe. Huh. And I, had, I I went back to the passage in John 19 when Jesus, the first day he yeah, was he raised breathed, from the dead, he breathed mm-hmm. on him and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Yes. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, breathing has two parts. It's, it's oh, oh, inhaling yeah. and exhaling. exhaling. And I'd been living off the exhale wow. and I, I was hyperventilated. I, I needed to, I needed a good long, <laughs> That's a good way to put take it, it in, yeah. take in his breath. Yeah. Receiving. I, I, I don't know how to emphasize any more, I don't know how to do it. I mean, I, to where you could understand the value of praying in tongues, yeah. especially if you're a leader. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It, it is it is such a source. It's like plugging yourself into God. Yeah. You know, because you're speaking unto God mysteries. You're releasing your own spirit. It goes past your mind, and and. It, and I think what happens a lot of times is people do not stay with it long enough to switch over, to get out of their mind yep. and, and exactly. get over where it's just their spirit. Yep. And so they, oh, well, I tried that and it didn't work. Yep. Well, listen, sometimes it takes time to break over into that. Yep. You, know? you know, there was a, a phrase, I'm sure you remember this phrase, that the first generation Pentecostals used to use that kind of fell out of favor, but they used to use this phrase called praying through. Praying through. And that, that, yeah. that what they meant was yeah. they were going to pray until the Holy Ghost Holy came. Holy Ghost, yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's what you were just describing yeah, is people exactly. like they pray until they don't pray long enough. You yeah. have to keep drilling exactly. and drilling and exactly. drilling that's and exactly then until the right. atmosphere changes. I, I tell you, I learned that, thank God, early in my ministry, um, that 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 was important, and I I remember the first time. I know this sounds foolish, but I was young, and I, I determined I was going to pray in the spirit for an hour. I mean, it looked like a mountain to climb, <laughs> you know, just to just to do that. Sure. And and uh, and I can still see myself. You know, I hadn't been saved six months, you know, mm-hmm. but man, I wanted more of God, and I'd, I'd had those times of the presence of the Holy Spirit. But I wanted more, and I'll never forget, that was the longest hour of my life. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah. it oh, was. Sure. But what happened was, the next time, it was the shortest hour of my life, because all of a sudden, my head's not in it. It's coming out of my spirit, and the Holy Spirit's flowing through me. Right. And all of a sudden, when you get that taste of yeah. that— yep. 
then wow. you want more. Yeah. Wow. You know, and you want more, and you want more. Wow. And and um, and so I learned that very early on. In fact, I I asked the Lord because. You know, we weren't, neither one of us were raised in church, so we had to learn from scratch, you know. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm fixing to preach here. What do I need to do to be ready? When I first started in the ministry, I would pray in the Spirit four hours for every one hour that I preached. Wow. That was my dedication. Wow. Now, I don't do that now. I don't have to do that now, but that's what I did to, to, to get pass myself in order to do that wow and and so um if you're going to if you're going to live a holy ghost life you it's not activated by your words no it's activated by his words you know Mm -hmm. and 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 that's the thing that i feel so strongly that in my personal opinion, is lacking even in Pentecostal circles. Yeah, well, you know, the people have moved to the churches, and it's you know, it's the, it's the leadership of the churches. They've moved so far away because of fear of um, offending people. They've moved away from the from the manifestations of yeah. the Holy Spirit, and right. it all started. I mean, think about it. The, the Lord started His church. The first thing that He did. Was have them speak in tongues. Exactly. That was the very first exactly. thing that happened. Yep. And so it's it has to be a, a major part of what he had planned. No for question his about it. I mean, you know, it's it it is the one thing that you find in the New Testament that you don't find in the Old Testament. No. You know, it's something that belongs to us. Yep. Something, something fresh. Something fresh that God gave to us. Yep. And um, and I believe we're going to see a revival of of the Holy Spirit in a great. In a great way. Yeah, you know, there's a scripture in Isaiah. As a matter of fact, I read it this morning in my devotional time. It talks about with stammering lips yeah, with another 20, tongue. Isaiah 26. Isaiah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, it's 28 or somewhere yeah, there. Yeah, 28, yeah. And then and I, the Lord keeps bringing that verse back to me again and again about that being part of the last great move of the Holy Ghost. Wow. That, that being a, you know, like each each revival seems to take on its own unique Characteristics and right, traits, right. and I'm. Th- I think that this generation, mm-hmm. whatever they call it, the millennialists, or whatever, right. is ready for a good, yeah, Pentecostal tongue talking, exactly. baptism. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's going to come. Yeah, it, I agree with that. I think it's got to, and it, it, it will. And you were talking in one of the podcasts that that will bring strength into your life when yeah. you're at your lowest. Yeah, you know, it, it it's it's amazing how how it will work. And if you're a leader, and you you're you're being pressed in, struggling, the first thing you ought to do is get in your prayer closet and pray in the Spirit. Amen. Until you feel a release in your spirit. Then everything flows out of that from the natural realm. Amen. But you've got you've got to you've got to do that. Amen. You've got to do that. I, I'm going to tell a quick story here about this. Um, we had a couple in our church uh, I was counseling with many years ago. And um, I, I back, I don't know, 20 years ago now, I guess, and and um, uh, they were having trouble in their marriage, and they'd been married for a good while. And so he, <laughs> uh, they're, they're sitting there, and I got a word of knowledge from the Holy Spirit that she was about to commit adultery. Oh, my gosh. I mean, boom, it just hit me. And I just turned to her, and I said, the Lord just showed me that you're on the verge and oh, she started boohooing, crying, crying, crying. No, I hadn't done anything. I hadn't done anything. And I said, I know you haven't, but but and sure enough, she was. Well, it just shocked her husband. You know, he was one of these guys. Well, we're married, 
everything's fine, you know. It just shocked him to his core. And, and he said, Pastor, I don't know what to do. What am I going to do? I want to save my marriage. I don't know what to do. And I said, what you need to do is you need to get in your prayer closet and you need to pray in the Holy Spirit until this presence of God comes into your life and changes you. Amen. So he took me literally. He went into their closet and started praying in the Spirit and praying in the Spirit and praying and crying out to God. And he said, all of a sudden, the, the top of the closet was gone and light came down in that closet and hit him in the top of his head and just penetrated his whole body. Wow. So he gets up and he goes and gets his wife and says, get in this closet. Wow. And they got in that closet together and started praying together. Wow. And I'm telling you, God did an awesome work in their, wow. in their life. They're still in our church today, great people. And, and, and just because they allowed the Holy Spirit, that, that, that freedom in their lives. Amen. Wow. He'll do it. He'll do it. Amen. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we want to remind you, I've mentioned this on the last few podcasts, that our Freedom Crusade is coming up over the July the 4th holiday. We have an awesome, awesome time of worship. Uh, we have a time of ministry of the Holy Spirit. We're just open to whatever God wants to do. We've seen God do miracles, just all kinds of things. It's a special time. And we just kind of set it aside as a time to worship and to be with the Lord. We want to invite you to come and be a part with us. You can go online at wordoflifecenter.org and get all the details. It's called the Freedom Crusade. And I promise you, you'll be blessed. If you're a minister, we have ministers meetings on the 4th and the 5th during the day. And you can certainly be a part of that as well. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Frank. Thank you. Good to have you with us. Look forward to next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.